Rochester, home of Donuts Delight, the longest baseball game in professional baseball history, and fireworks. Nothing but fireworks. fc <laughs> <laughs> 3 Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky. Uh, starring me, Billy DeTori, Tanya Metris, President Dan Carmen, and, of course, Chris Frank. Now, still in Phase 3, maybe Phase 4, it's FC3 Monkey Business. Hey, guys. Hey, Billy. That was a good one. You know, I'd forgotten about that baseball game. It was the Red Wings, and I cannot remember the other the team. The Pawtucket like, Red Sox. Pot, of course, it was the Red Sox. And um, <laughs> Wade Boggs played in it. Kel Ripken played in it. Oh, man. Everybody played it. And I think yeah. even like the the the, the groundskeep crew was uh, was playing in it at one point because the one up for so long. Now remind me, did it did it go conti- continuously through one game, or did they like stop playing after a while and then come back and continue playing? Here's what happened, and I may be wrong on the date, but I want to say it happened on the Saturday before Easter. Okay. And because so it's early of the, in the season, yeah. So they played thirty three innings. Here in oh, Rochester, wow. and wow. at one point, you know, like midnight, one in the morning, one thirty, they kept trying to call the uh, the headquarters of uh, of the International League, and what was that? Oliver's causing trouble over there. <laughs> um, so uh, they kept trying to call the uh, headquarters. No one's there because of the holiday, right. and they didn't know what to do. And actually, after a season. Uh, series of messages at like three thirty in the morning. They find someone finally got to us. Said, "Stop playing for God's sake! So finish it later." And uh, eventually, like a, eventually, like a month later, it took an inning, and and they That's finished amazing. it. They played thirty three innings. I I forget if it's thirty four total or if they played thirty two and then one more. But yeah, and, and uh, the holiday kept them from being able to figure out what to do because it got ridiculous. Well, there was at 4.07 a.m. at the end of the 32nd inning and more than eight hours after it began, the, ga- the game was stopped. There were 19 fans left in the seats, <laughs> not including David Craig, who had fallen asleep. <laughs> All of them received season or lifetime passes to McCoy Stadium. Pawtucket won three to two. McCoy Stadium? Didn't they play it here? At McCoy Stadium in Pawtucket. Is that where the game finished? That's where it was. I, said, yeah, I thought it there. was here in Rochester, I swear, but I guess not. Oh, That's amazing. In my head, Pawtucket Red Rochester. Sox and the Rochester Red Wings. 33, yeah. <clears throat> 1980, April 18th, 1981. So it could have been Easter weekend. I mean, it was Easter, right yeah. That. Okay. Yeah. That's so crazy. That's a crazy game, yeah. How are we doing, gang? Okay. We're still recording, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I lose track of these things. Kind of sleeping now, so. Yeah. um, Podcasting first thing in the morning on Sunday is great because you have the rest of the day to yourself, but it's like. Podcasting first thing in the morning on Sunday is not so great at times if we're still not. When you're not awake. Well, first thing could be 7 a.m., not like 9.30 a.m. Yeah, see, we're not on your schedule. Uh, See, I'm on Dan's schedule. I've already (laughs) eaten breakfast and watched an episode of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. (laughs) That's that's a funny show. That's a good show. (laughs) Now, what platform is that one on? Um, Amazon Amazon? Prime. Okay. Yeah. 
so I have access to it. I should check it out. Yeah, that, you should check it out. I, I was. I, it took me a while, but I mean, but it's definitely. It, it was good. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. We started it yesterday, and we're already uh, five episodes into the second season. So. Okay. Really are they like? It. Are they are they long seasons? Ten fifteen. Not, um, eight episodes was the first season. They're hour long okay. episodes. See, binging a season of a, of a new newer show that's on one of the streaming <laughs> platforms is easier than binging seasons of like say NCIS. Yeah. Hey. Twenty four episodes. <laughs> You know, at twenty-four episodes a season, you know, like when when Tanya did her her um her legend now legendary uh, marathon of NCIS, and I asked her if she was on episode five thousand nine hundred twenty-two yet. Um, I have gone back, and now I'm rewatching Glee. Oh, oh yeah, I love Glee. And I started this week. And I wanted to say I started Wednesday or Thursday. I don't remember what. And uh-huh. I'm now in season two. Um, ah. And it's sit downstairs sitting on my computer while I'm playing WoW. If no one else is on, I mm-hmm. have Glee on my other monitor. And um, that's why I haven't been going to bed until like 1, 2 o'clock. <laughs> now, I think Thursday, Friday, maybe Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Susan and I binge watched the three seasons of Marvel's The Runaways. For now, some reason, you, you know what? That, that was a good show. It was okay. I liked it better than Cloak and Dagger. That's why I, I haven't gone back to Cloak and Dagger because when we podcasted about those two shows, The mm-hmm. Runaways seemed more enjoyable to me. Yes. Uh, and somehow Susan asked me about it. I think it was Wednesday we started. Hey, have you heard of The Runaways? I see how we did a podcast on it. And she goes, well, I, I liked it. So we wound up watching it. And at mm-hmm. no point did I not want to know what happened. But the contrast between that and how good Mrs. Maisel is right. makes you realize that The Runaways is just kind of okay. You know, when you watch a really good show, mm-hmm. it sort of points out that The Runaways isn't quite as good. But gotcha. I enjoyed it. You know, it was it was a distraction and it was fun and all that. But oh, it, it got more ridiculous once... Uh, you know, it starts off with the evil parents, uh-huh. and then, you know, it they, they oh, have I to know. keep finding ways to keep things stretch going. out a storyline. Yeah, so I did watch. It, like, it almost got story. to. I'm I'm sorry. It almost got to the point where they got so old. Like Molly started off small, and by the end, it looked like she was forty. Oh jeez! <laughs> you know, it got to the point where they should have changed the name of the show to the. We're old enough to move out of our parents' house now. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I think I watched most of the first season, if not all of the first season of Runaways, but I haven't gotten actually like hunkered in and watched the rest of it yet. It, it's it's good. We enjoyed it. So well, that's all that matters. Yeah, that's it. Right and I'm sorry, everyone wants a dinosaur okay. by the name of Old Lace. Yeah, dinosaur was Susan. Susan kept calling it the dragon. I like the dragon. <laughs> yeah, put some wings on it. It would be a dragon. There you go. Is there anything new that we've been watching lately? Um, that was my way of segueing into the conversation we were having before we started recording. Oh God, that's oh, right. No, I really forgot about that. <laughs> I'm like, no, I haven't seen it, but I saw a preview for it. I'm thanks, Chris. And I'm like, what? I'm not watching anything new yet, but I'm going to. 
um because i saw a preview for the floor is lava yes on netflix and um while we catch that professional move i just made though that was like a pro gamer move right there (laughs) Mm -hmm. so um i've been doing my little google research um and i'm on usatoday.com it says um uh, Floors Lava Secrets, How Netflix Series Bubbles to the Top in Reality TV Summers of Silliness. Um, and it says, remember the childhood game where you jump from chair to couch to ottoman to avoid a floor of imaginary molten lava and hopefully a, parent, a parental scolding? Well, mm-hmm. producers of the Netflix wild new reality TV competition Floors Lava, which is now streaming, took that literally, save for the actual magma. So... Um, in teams of friends and family members try to get from one side of a room to the other, jumping at beds, tables, and chairs, inching along walls, and literally swinging from chandeliers to avoid disappearing into a steaming sea of reddish-orange li- liquid. So what happens is if you happen to fall into the liquid, mm-hmm. um, they will cut away right before you go under. So it, oh, looks, so it looks like you've melted away. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it, it's like um there on the um the producers explain what goes into staging lava which includes 80,000 gallons of a molten concoction in the studio tank and 20,000 more as backup. So there's and it's this orange liquid. Um how appetizing. Yeah, and I'm just looking at it says uh, um, a lot of Hollywood studios turned them down because they didn't want a hundred thousand gallons of lava on their sets. So they're <laughs> filming it. They ended up filming it in an old Ikea in Burbank, oh, um, which was a perfect space because it was enormous and structurally sound enough to support all the lava. Well, and it's built by just, Ikea. <laughs> just looking at this. Um, it says, what's the lava made of? They're like, they can't give away the formula, but they had a company set up a laboratory where they tested different formulations. They wanted the right color, right viscosity, the right slipperiness. It has a slimy properties and a certain glow. Oh, uh, they were also wow. inventing different ways to make the lava bubble smoke and explode. Um it says, how deep is the lava? It says, that's another thing that's under wraps, but the goal is safety. We wanted to make sure that they could fall from 10 feet up and not get hurt. Um, right. So they don't know truly how deep the lava is, but just, it says, um, the question is, how do you design the rooms and the various escape routes? Um, it says, we wanted it to be an open course where there's no one answer. We wanted the teams to solve it creatively, creatively. Um, so yeah, whatever. I, I told you I'm sleeping this morning. So we had to make sure there were tons of different routes that people could take. Um, Which I think is a cool alert. aspect because a lot of those obstacle course shows are so like linear, right? And uh-huh, they stick right. in, okay, now this one's coming up. Now this one's coming up. Now this one's coming up. And it kind of takes the fun out of it a little bit, in my, in my opinion. So that, the fact that you can, it's like almost um, like an open world kind of way of approaching oh, yeah. it. They said, um, spoiler alert, in episode eight, there's a girl named Ari, and she goes a completely different way that we had never seen before. Nobody on our team had thought it possible. So um, uh, the con- how much do the contestants know in advance about the course? Um, one of the producers says, we didn't tell them anything about it during casting. They didn't even know the name of the show. 
-hmm. they would come to the set and see it and figure it out for the first time. They That's knew cool. there were objects that could transform the playing field, things they could manipulate. We let them know that everything's in play. Feel free to move stuff, grab stuff, jump and lead on things, just so you know that they were free to go nuts. So it's kind of like um, an escape room, but floor is lava. So you could do everything. You know, the more we talk about it, the more this is like a really high level of very cool. <laughs> you know, it's like, wait a second, that's a neat concept. It's yeah, definitely, it's got the merit of like being familiar, but different at the same time. Yeah, I, I was hoping that it's something that is honestly good and entertaining to watch and not Tiger King. Oh, God. You know, which took America yeah. by storm a couple months ago. Uh -huh. And the floor is lava is taking America by storm because it's right truly reason. entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. I'm looking at one of um, the audience reviews um, on Google. It says, if you enjoyed Wipeout, which that's one of the other shows that we would watch on ABC on like Friday nights or whatever. My, my mm -hmm. kids loved it. You'll enjoy this guilty pleasure complete with cringy puns and face face planting uh wipeouts except in this game there are no second chances one false move and your game is over teams of three try to traverse through a room of obstacles so like in wipeout if you wipe out you swim back to whatever stage it was and then you get up and you try to keep going but this one is you fall in you're done yep. lava, what do you expect you know you're, yeah. you're gone they never hear from you again <laughs> club club <laughs> bitches <laughs> That's good. I like this. That's a cool show. I hope. Now, where, what platform is that on? Netflix. It's on Netflix, which I have. Very cool. All right. So it now says um, how to sign up and be on the Netflix show. You can That's actually uh, first assemble your crew. Producers won't consider anyone who isn't part of a fascinating on-screen trio. So oh, there really? have to be three of us. Three, three of us. Yeah, th talking about us. So like, yeah, like we're gonna do it now. You three are in. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> well, in regards to Dan and Chris, we have um, a wingspan in order to possibly jump for uh, things. But in regards to me, I have no arm strength, so I can't hold on to anything. Oh, you're acting like I do. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You got the spin, so Dan, but maybe not the strength. Right? Dan, Dan's got the, the, the strength. Okay. It's a and, and the marathon man. Whichever team scores the highest with the most players wins a cash prize of ten thousand dollars. Well, that's not bad. You know, it's a, it's a it's and you a get to be seen again because you didn't melt in the lava. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, one, you know, one of us with with our sense of humor. As soon as we hit the water, we'd be like, "Oh my god, I'm melting! I'm melting!" <laughs> <laughs> So I expect within the next couple of weeks, we're going to be giving our actual reviews of Flora's Lava. Oh, probably. probably. Yeah. Oh, rate, yeah. yeah. At this rate, absolutely. Um, is, is, it, season, is it out now or is it coming out? Yeah, no, season one is um, up. Oh, okay. I, I believe all of season one is up. Um, yeah, they all drop June 19th. Okay. Um, okay. There's... Um, the episodes are basement level one, bedroom level one, planetarium level one, kitchen level one, the study level one. And then they have level twos of all of those rooms. So hmm. I don't know. I just think the open world facet of it is, is, is very cool. I know what I'm doing later today, potentially. 
<laughs> the floor Herb, is I know what we're going to do today. <laughs> take, take a break from one other show and watch this one. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it just looks hysterical. So, so many shows. Okay. But I was so also one that kind of like Wipeout. So. Wipeout um, was fun the first couple of times I watched it. And then it was like, okay, it's more of this again. Yeah. You know. Um and then uh I think there was a Nickelodeon show, um, Hole in the Wall. Not familiar with that. Where you had to um contort your body to a certain or your team to oh, a certain okay, way yeah. in yeah, order I've to pass have the wall pass through you without right. there was another the name for there was a network version of that too. With I was, don't remember the name of it though. Was it Holy Moly? Maybe. Possibly. I, it certainly reminds me, was Double Dare sort of like that? For Double Dare had one of its games was I set up like that, if I remember. It was like right. an obstacle course with yeah. group and... Oh, yeah. I, I that, remember what you're talking about. Um, yeah. <clears throat> oh, excuse me, everybody. So what do we want to talk about today? What do, we uh, do for our main segment? Uh, were we talking about questions or something? Question. Yeah. I, question. Yeah. Okay. I, I think like getting back to getting to know your nerds. I mean, people get to know us pretty well, but I think we just have fun making these questions or answering these questions. Yeah. No Sometimes we surprise each other. I think that's, that's the best part is there are times where like somebody will say something and we, and we just kind of like pause for like, I did not expect that. <laughs> well, it's, I guess it's a, a random reflection of questions here. Mm -hmm. So I did, yeah, it's kind of a, and they've added to it also. Have they? Oh, so I was going to say there's a new um, ABC show called Holy Moly that came out last week, the June twentieth. Uh -huh. Um, it because it was um, it's a sports reality competition television series that has to do with like miniature golf and something else. Interesting. It says, um showcasing self-proclaimed mini golf lovers from around the country is to compete head to head through an epic obstacle golf course. In each episode, contestants put their miniature golf and physical skills to the test and face off in a never before seen challenges on a supersized mini golf course. I've seen commercials for that. I'm huh. going to have to probably watch that too. Tanya's got it. She's like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to have to watch that. She's got her summer vacation all planned out. <laughs> Holy moly, floors, oh, lava. Is, I was going to say, this is season two. It started June 20th um, last year. I okay. don't remember seeing it at all last year. Well, I don't watch um, uh, regular TV. Why not? No, I'm kidding. Because it's too, reg <laughs> because it's too regular. Well, it, there's so many other things to watch. I'm like, well, cause I usually stu watch stuff on like Hulu, Netflix, um, all the streaming stuff that I, or I um, DVR stuff that I had not even a clue because I'm not, I don't have the um, regular channels on the TV because my mother-in-law is watching Hallmark stuff in her room uh -huh. and Riker, Riker's got one of the, uh, Looney Tunes, Nickelodeon, uh, Boomerang, whatever on in the other room, mm -hmm. and I'm usually at work. So, 
and you're usually at work. I love how you said it with me. And, I'm working. and so I've been Netflixing stuff, so. But, yeah. Right. Well, then I tell you what. Now we've got that. <laughs> Let's. Um... Oh, hang on a second here. Oh, that was interesting. Okay. My phone decided to get a little weird there for a moment. Um, so we'll take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll uh, pop through some more questions and, and see what kind of things we can make ourselves laugh over. Okay. Usually a lot. Yeah, that's true. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dudes and dudettes. It's so nice to have you with us as always. I am your host. My name is Chris. This is my friends Dan, Tanya, and Billy. And yet again, for the 157th time, we're just chatting about things that make nerds interesting and happy. Today, we're going to do a little bit more of uh, get to know your nerds. Is that that's where we are right now? Right? Kind of. Yeah. That's kind of a yeah. thing. That's yeah. cool. And, um, so, Dan, how do you want to do this? You have a list of questions? I, I have a list of questions. We used, this, we used this previously. We did a whole episode with it, and we've done okay. questions of the week. So right okay. now we're up to 375 different uh, questions here. Ooh. 375. And how many questions so, have we used off of that so far? Um, uh, just a handful. Okay. Uh, I've, been highlighting, I've been highlighting the ones we've been using, and it's just, I mean, we've, we've got quite a number to go here. So. Well, yeah, I figured that, but. Yeah, so yeah. There will always be questions to ask, and we shall answer them for that's the kind of people we are. Yes. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, Billy, go ahead and pick the first one. Oh, okay, let's go up into the uh, uh, up to the reaches where we haven't been yet and go 365. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's a. <coughs> Pardon me. What's okay? What's a big favor you have done for a friend, and how about a big favor that a friend has done for you? Okay, uh, I do have an answer, and they're they're uh, both money related. Um, I I lent someone a pretty significant amount of money back when uh, I could afford it. <laughs> back when I. Uh, <laughs> Of maybe early to mid twenties when I had a job, no responsibilities, no bills, no nothing. And mm -hmm. someone asked me for a pretty decent amount of money and I was able to do it and happy to do so. And just recently in, in this last year, when I lost my job, an old friend of mine who I literally haven't seen in years and used to work in a band with him, uh, started the GoFundMe that helped me when I lost my job. Oh, that's cool. And that, that was amazing because like literally I, I, I've maybe seen him once or twice. He's still a drummer and uh, a couple local bands and, mm -hmm. but like we haven't kept great contact, but when I was down and out, he helped me. And actually you guys too, what, what am I talking about? When Susan was in the hospital time, you showed up at the hospital with food for me. You guys, were, you guys have done great amounts of things for me too. So well, you know, I, we're I've been, I've been really lucky with friends willing to help me when I've needed it. So thank mm -hmm. you guys. And, and so a bunch. 
Well, you're welcome, Bubba. You're always welcome. Like I said, we're all family at this point, man. There's no point. <laughs> we can't get rid of each other at this stage if we wanted to. <laughs> so that's cool. How about you, Tan? Dan, can you read the question again? What's a big favor you have done for a friend? And how about a big favor that a friend has done for you? Um, <clears throat> I'm going to have to jump back on to what Billy was talking about. Um, I am very uh, generous and caring in regards to anybody in need to mm-hmm. to an extent um <clears throat> i uh loaned people um a significant amount of money when they're down and out um because i can i could afford it and i want them to know that i have their back no matter what um that that type of thing um and I mean, I just doing things for everybody else. I mean, Billy will tell you, Chris will tell you that I'll, I'll see something and I'll immediately think of somebody and have no questions just to get something for them. My, my um, darling daughter needed new shoes for, for work and put a, a little message on the board. Need to buy myself shoes for work. The next day, Tanya comes back over. She's got something. She went to Kohl's. And, and I'm like, come on. Uh, Amazon. 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 Oh, so it wasn't the next day. But. Yeah. It was like two days later, but still. Yeah. Um, but it was adorable. If, if I can be there for somebody, I will <laughs> do my damnedest to be able to get there and do it. And... Um, and that's a real thing. She, she's she's awesome like that. Uh, I mean, just um, going and picking Ann up when she had her procedure a couple times. Um, it just, I, if I can finagle it, I will do it. Um, so, and, and giving back to me, I'm like, when people are able to, they, they, they can. Um, yeah, they just I have to fight you for it, though, because you're like, no, I don't need help. <laughs> And I think that that's part of my biggest problem is because I'm so I'm like damned that I'm just like, I'm just going to do it myself because I, I know it's going to get done. Mm -hmm. So, um, but if I do need help with something, I I think it's more of like, Sean, I love you. (laughs) And he goes, what do you want? Yeah. What do you mean? And I'm like, I'm like, well, I need a chicknick table <laughs> for Anne type thing. Oh god, yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> and, and and then um he made a chicknick table for my cousin Tiffany um for her squirrels. So just because, <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, how much do I owe you for the materials? He goes, no, this will be a favor to call in later. I'm like, uh oh. So <laughs> that didn't sound ominous at all. No. Yeah, no kidding. And it's coming from Sean. So that, call you later. That's just that's just me and my my personality. I just grew up that you're there. Um, like when Billy said that it, when Susan was in the hospital, I showed up with snacks. I'm like, mm-hmm. that that's how I was brought up. That if family or friends were at the hospital, that we went in to cheer them up and said, "What do you need?" Type mm-hmm. thing. Um, I you remember to remember that they're not in things alone. That's the thing. Exactly. I'm like, they're, they're not my, in this my, alone. It's a disaster. But you know what? Don't worry about it. You're not alone. We've got you. My you know, my it, parents were in Florida at the beginning of May. Um, and my dad's aunt had passed away, and not all of us could attend the funeral. Mm-hmm. So um, we did a um, uh, like a gathering um a social distance gathering at my uncle's um barbershop 
out in Hanoi and we okay. were spaced six feet apart along the sidewalk. So when the funeral procession came by, they could slow down and stop. So I was the one that was representing um, my part of the family because my parents couldn't be there. Right. And my mom is like, oh my God, she's like, you are, she's like, I can't tell you how many people of the family were so appreciative that you were there representing them. Like, that's just what we do. Yeah. Type thing. It, it's you just, know, we forget that the little things mean mean that much you know it's it we forget to, to to look at other people and say hey you know i can't do a lot but here's what i'm gonna be able to do and and be there for you it's just like today we're breaking in our our um new uh grill so i'm like i had uh was talking to sean last night i'm like well if you're not doing anything tomorrow afternoon mm-hmm. i'm like come on over we're making steak on and breaking in the new grill he goes hmm <laughs> yeah so, sean, tempt sean with food come on oh, i just have to tempt sean with and he goes well i've got to do some stuff at my mom's house i'm like i don't know i didn't get a lot of stuff done today because i was playing wow like, <laughs> <laughs> and then he was you know, <laughs> sorry yeah um and i'm like he's like eh, we'll see what i can get done but i might that that's usually um an offer that's open that if we're doing something on a sunday i'll put it out there that like come on over for dinner. It's like, have yeah. you not a problem feeding? I'm like, you, Chris knows that we feed uh, our gaming group every other Sunday. <clears throat> and it's pretty, quite extensive. All right, who's next? Danielson, focus power. Um, I, I don't know about favor. I don't know if I can say about favors, but I mean, it's just, I mean, just fact of friends is just being there for friends and friends being there for me. I mean, it's just, yeah. That's not really a favor. It's just part of being friendship. But that's, I mean, I, I can't think of favors specifically offhand right now. But well, don't overthink of it. You know, like yeah. for instance, I'll go ahead and I'll let me let me jump in because the the thing I was thinking about what was done for me is almost two years ago. Now I moved out of you know the house I was renting with my now ex wife, and um, and I'm moving into the house that I'm in now. And all of us, everybody on this panel and everybody listening at one point or another has moved. Right, they've packed the boxes, had to get the truck, do the thing, and go into from one location to another to settle your life. And think of how many people have always shown up to help you in those occasions. You've always had that one friend that shows up, or the the guy with the truck. <clears throat> excuse me, stuff like that. You know, you had like two or three people, and you spend the day going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And you know, and you're like, all right, it's, just, it's the big struggle. It's the one you hate the most, right? So I put the the obligatory call out on Facebook saying, Hey, you know, this coming Saturday, I'm going to be, I'm going to be moving. If you can help me, that'd be great. If you can't, I understand no problem. Um, and a bunch of people are like, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. But you know, like, okay, you know, you, you put so much stock in it. Right. And then that Saturday showed up and I went to get the moving truck. And when I came back and Dan, you were one of them, Tanya was there. Billy, Mm -hmm. I think you were even there. Yes, I was. Yes, you were. Yeah. There was 13 people showed up to my house to help me move from point A to point B. And I had never seen anything like it. I had a small army. All these people came out and I couldn't say thank you enough. I got pizza and whatnot, the obligatory stuff. But I was just all day long. I was blown away by how many people responded. And when I went to thank each and every one of them, they were like, come on, man, we're friends. This is what we do. And it, it was just so matter of course for them. You know, and, and <clears throat> so it was humbling. It was really humbling. And it was, I was always very appreciative of it. We were out of my old house in 45 minutes. 
To tell you, you truth, guys, I, I would have felt like a dick if I did, and I'm within walking house, a walking distance of both your old house and your new house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my new house is like a half a mile closer yeah. than the old house was, but yeah, um, it was just it was amazing to me, and that that moment sits with me, and that's always to me the definition of, you know, these people didn't ask anything of me. You guys didn't ask anything of me. You're like, no, nope, our friend needs help. We show up. That was that was something that I've taken over the past couple of years as when, when situations are put in front of me, it just reminds me, if you're a friend, if you can go out of your way, you, you will, because it's worth it. You know? So that was, that was just a thing. And, 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 um, you know, a couple, about a year or so previously, I just remember my, my buddy, Scott, um, who you guys have met on several occasions. Um, he had gone through some health issues. He was in the hospital and he lived in Buffalo still at the time. And he's texting me. He's like, well, this is what's going on. This is where I am. I'm like, what do you need? He goes, I'm an hour away. Don't worry about it. I'm like, what do you need? And what hospital are you at? And within an hour later, I was there. <laughs> you know, and, that was, and he always talks about that, you know, how, how it just, it's, we do these little things. It's like, you know, Tanya, you touched on it. Billy touched on it. Dan touched on it. You know, it's, it's just these reminders of we're not in this alone. And, and to reach out and to let everybody feel know they're validated and they're worth something, it's easy to do. And it feels so good to be able to help these people that have, have been something to, that meant something to you. So that's a and, long answer to that. When Scott moved from Buffalo to Rochester, Randy and mm -hmm. I went up and Randy drove Scott's car back and Scott, or um, yeah, and Scott drove the U-Haul back. Right, right. And uh, coming from Buffalo back to Rochester when he moved, <clears throat> that we went up to Right. I remember that. Yeah. So, okay. So I think we've, I don't, Dan, did you have something you wanted to add to that particular question? Or no, is it? that's good. I mean, that, that gives a lot more conversation if I would. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Okay. Awesome. So let's have Next a new number. Question. Next number. Tanya, go ahead. Pick one. Uh, 60. 60. What was the last funny video you saw? Oh, geez. Which says something because Dan and I are now on TikTok. <laughs> um, I, hmm. Last funny video I saw. I, I'll jump in with an answer as long as Tanya's thinking. Because mm -hmm. I, I love that, that lady, Sarah Cooper, that's been lip syncing to Trump's uh, like press conferences and stuff. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I have seen that. The comedian Sarah Cooper does a great job uh, lip syncing Trump's answers and adding facial expressions. And that's and that's where it kills is the so, facial expressions. I'm mm -hmm. go to Twitter and look up Sarah uh -oh. Cooper. She'll make yeah. you laugh. That's a good one. I like that one. Um, I'm thinking it's probably yeah, probably one of those TikTok videos or um like. Well, granted, the the last thing I saw was the trailer for The Floor is Lava that I burst out laughing. Mm -hmm. um, that it was just a little short video clip of that. But um, uh, I don't really know. I'm like I'm wrecking my brain. I'm like I'm gonna <laughs> say the ones that are like really cute are. The ones with the like little puppies or or the kittens or whatever that kind of make me giggle and things mm -hmm. like that and if, it, and if it's like a penguin or a puppy uh, thing on uh, facebook it usually gets uh, forwarded to chris 
because it, yeah. it made me smile or whatever. And I'm like, I know he's a sucker for penguins and puppies. Penguins um, and puppies, man, especially when they're, you know, penguins that are puppies, but no. So other than that, I'm like, I really haven't watched anything. I haven't seen anything that's like video that's hysterical. So. Well, you lead a sheltered life. We've known that for a while. Yeah, I do. <laughs> but we love you anyway, so it's all good. It's good to know. <laughs> All right, Daniel, how about you? I, I can't think of a specific video, but I mean, like, there's this one girl at TikTok who does, she's a, it's a, I think her, her thing's out of work actor or something like that. But again, she, it's the facial expressions when she does these, you know, she, she's lip syncing these, these, whatever other skits there, but it's the mm -hmm. facial expressions and it's, it's, oh my gosh, it just, he nails them and it's just, it's, it's, it's hilarious. But yeah. That's clutch. But I, I can't think of a specific video offhand. Okay. Yeah, that's I mean, that was that's a struggle. So, but you've been watching TikTok a lot, so I I will I will jump in on that because it's it's a TikTok video that makes me think of the answer for this particular question. Um, there's this one challenge. I guess they have challenges that go around, right? And mm -hmm. um, there's one where it's it's there's this like rap song. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to get it right. But then there's this cute little voice in the background that adds something, you know, like almost like a background lyric to this particular song. And it, uh, there's three words in particular. So the, there's this female rapper and she's going in the, and then there's in the background, there's this like little tiny voice going, rawr, boom, bitch, you know, that kind of a thing. And so you have all these girls that are coming up with these really clever ways of, of lip syncing that one. And I saw this really cool one that was uh, two girls were cosplaying Harley and, and uh, Poison Ivy. And, and so Harley was the one that was rifling off the three words while Poison Ivy was doing the, the, um, the lip syncing. So I've been watching this. I'm like, okay, cool. That's another cute one. Oh, that was cute. That was cute. And then I'm cycling through videos and I hear the music and I look at my screen and it's this dude who is as tall as I am, probably the same weight as Dan, Tanya and me combined with this <laughs> huge, beard and overalls. I mean, he looks like right out of everything that you would expect out of like, you know, some redneck state and, and he's getting into it. And, and then he does the, the three words, the three voices, and he does this huge facial expression with the hands. And I am cracking up. I couldn't, I'm, I was, I'm like, that is awesome. For so many reasons, that was awesome. <laughs> but yeah, TikTok, I tell you what, it, it's, it's a fad. I, and I, I get that, and I, it's sucked me in for now, but holy crap, it's been entertaining as hell. There's a, a lot of creative people say. out there. People have some they fun really with it. Are. They are tremendously yeah. creative people out there. Yeah. So that's been fun. So that's that was something I was thinking of when, when that question popped up. Hey, one thing, the, I wish Susan was down here because she went upstairs because she's always laughing at videos, and one that uh, – she likes all the time. Have you seen the cat, the one that meows? It sounds like it's saying, well, hi, and uh, in a Southern accent. Check that one out. Let me, oops, oh, hold on a second. Let me see if I have my uh, volume up. Let's see if I can play it for you. Okay, I can't hear the cat. Here, let's see if it, Oh, shoot. I don't have my volume up. Let's turn it up. There we go. Okay. Oh, that's not the, that's not the well high cat. There we go. Uh, 
Did you hear that? No. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, it's not loud enough in this one. All right, I'll track it down. But yeah, just Google well, the well high cat. <laughs> well high. Well high. That's funny. That is adorable. I want to introduce you uh, to Gambino oh, Bambino. Let's roll this video. Looks, Have you ever wondered what a southern cat sounded like when they say hi? I guess it was on Good Morning show. America or Gambino, something. Gambino, Gambino ran around the corner. His owner comes around the corner and listen to what the cat says, okay? Oh, jeez. It says, well, hi. So let's take a listen. Okay, listen to this. I don't know if you heard it. The volume, the volume's pretty low, but it's... We'll link and put it on the uh, on the, the, the broadcast okay. when it, when it posts. Mm-hmm. So that makes Susan now. Whenever one of our cats looks at us, we go, "Well, hi." We <laughs> <laughs> were talking about that when when our cat when we had our cats, we would be downstairs um, gaming in the basement, mm-hmm. and when Anakin would come and sit on the landing when he would meow, it. I swore, and other people down here thought that he was saying, "Mom." Well, we thought it was Riker. It's basically yeah, what yeah, it was. We, thought it was. we thought it was Riker, and then we come to find out, it was Anakin sitting uh-huh. on the landing, meowing. But it he it sounded like Mom. <laughs> poor Anakin. That poor cat. Uh, he's in the 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 chasing the great the, litter box of beyond. Yes, he was chunky. He's chunky, chunky. He was a happy fat cat. He was huge. <laughs> he was happy. So big. He was big. Oh. He was like a good twenty five pounds. Wow. Yeah. That's a big cat. Yeah. And uh his brother Yoda, when I ended up taking him in to put him down, he ended up being eleven. Eleven pounds. He was like sixteen or seventeen at one time. So yeah, you knew Yoda was in trouble because he actually started thinning out. That was the thing. He, and he lost all of his fur underneath his neck. Right. Mm. So poor guy. Yes, poor guy. I miss them. Uh, okay. Always getting woo. Yeah, well, yeah. There are more cats <laughs> out there needing loving homes. I know. They can't is, all go to Billy and Susan. Yeah. Anne keeps trying <laughs> to give me uh, one of theirs. She goes, Riker wants a cookie. I'm like, Wade would be a little upset if I took cookies. She's like, true. Yeah, and got okay. a couple. All right, so where are we? Who's who, is any? Everybody's answered. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah Chris, okay. I think it's your turn for a question. No, my turn for a question. All right. Um, that's a good question. Let's say three twenty-two. Ooh. Okay. Three twenty-two. How many friends do you have on Facebook and how many actually mean something to you? Oh my God. Oh God. Oh. Okay, let me look. Hang on a second here. <laughs> I... Everybody look. I, I, uh, I am trying to find my I have to go to me. And my profile. Oh friend. I, I have current at this moment I have eight hundred and twenty five. Oh. I thought you would have more. That's a lot. What you thought I, I would have, have more? I would thought that you think that you would have more. I I'm have, not technically a public figure. I have 817. I thought I would have less. Wow. I'm way down here at 451. <laughs> I have two friend requests, and I don't know who. 
Okay, that's someone a classmate. <laughs> uh, so, how many of the eight hundred mean something to you? Well, I think every all of them do to one point or another. I know I've gone through and I've weeded out my list over the years. There's there's people I know I just won't talk to or don't have any interest in talking to that I've weeded out over the years. But everybody that I that's on my list, I've had some sort of connection with. It's, I don't think I just have any like just random folks. I've tried to avoid that. Maybe that's why I've I've failed to meet Tanya's expectations in terms of numbers. Um, <laughs> you know, but I know a lot of a fairly good chunk of them is family. Right. Like mm -hmm. this, I, I originally got on Facebook 11, 12 years ago because my cousins who live in Canada were all on it and they wanted me on it so we could all keep in touch with each other. And we've done that. Right. So we've been keeping in touch with each other through Facebook over the years. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's how I got into this mess in the first place. Um, but then there's all, you know, all of my really close friends as you guys, you know, so my family who I've chosen rather than I'm blood related to. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's a couple of work folks who I keep in touch with on a regular basis. Uh, you know, folks that I've met through the convention, vendors, cosplayers, uh, regular just good old fashioned ticket holders. I'm looking at you, Nico, um, and James and, and John Perengau and all these guys who I love chatting with. You know, it's, they've, they've always, they, you know, Nico's always sending me stuff that makes me laugh my ass off. And, and James and John, you know, these guys are really cool. And we've had a lot of fun. And James has become part of the family in his own way. Right. So that's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. um, there are probably a couple of, quote unquote friends that I, acquaintances that I've met over the years that I really, have, you know, could take or leave, but I'm not sure why I haven't pulled that trigger, you know, that kind of a thing. But I don't, I don't know. I, I, it's hard to say how many of them are actually mean something because everybody kind of has something to contribute. Mean something somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like yeah. right now um, I'm going like, as I have my friends list up right now, and I had friended a lot of people when um, Facebook first came out when I was playing Mafia Wars mm -hmm. um, because you wanted something from friends. So I'm now like looking at my friends list and I've gone quite a way down on it and I've only taken two off so far. Okay. Um, because I've well, you're doing it right now. You're weeding right now as we as we're on the, on the I podcast. I am weeding right now. That's um, hilarious. Live that. action. <laughs> um, and I mean, like just looking at. Um, Dan, do you think we're going to survive the cut? I hope well, so. It, it's funny because when you look at my friends list, my top one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. The top ten people that are on my just when you click all friends. Mm-hmm. Number one is Chris. <laughs> Number two is my sister-in-law, Kelly. Three is Sean. Four is Michael Kosky. Okay. Um, five is Anne. Six is AB. Okay. Um, Our buddy seven, is, seven is Laura. Eight is my sister-in-law, Michelle. Nine is Dan. And 10 is Susan. Uh, Billy, you're at 13. That's okay. just how they they've they've put it. So I mean, Deanna's in there, Evans in there, Robin's in there, um, mm -hmm. my dad's in there. I don't even know where my my mom's made like the top twenty. Scott Bliss is in the top twenty. Randy's down further, but it's like <laughs> your like, husband is down. My, so husband, like. my husband is down. Let's see. Susan's my top Four, friend. Six, Eight, yeah. 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 22, 24, 26. He's number 27 down on the list. Mm -hmm. That's and, and I don't know if it's if Facebook anyway. does an algorithm based on who who your um 
liking and commenting on different posts that they just shift in things like that. But I don't know because lately Michael Kosky and I have been going back and forth on um, certain uh, Facebook posts. Like I had put a post up the other day about a nacho table. And mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone else saw the video of um, like a dining room, dining room table with tin foil on it. And then they just poured nachos out. And I'm like, oh, yes. Yes. And my, Michael's like, yes. <laughs> nachos so, for days. Yes. Type thing. <laughs> and I've wanted nachos for days since then. But um, so yeah, I think for like truly, and I'm like looking now and like, I've added more people like, um, I just added um, Claire Strong. The other oh wow! Day because yeah. um, she's ages. she's back on the guild. Oh, is she? That's cool. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, we're talking and things like that the other day, and she's like, and I'm like, oh, blah 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 blah, and I'm like, said something about um, the guild, whatever, and I'm like, he hasn't been on. He's like, and she's like, oh, if if you're talking about Cal, I've known Cal for years. I'm like, really. I'm like, so then we start talking. She's like, yeah, this is Claire. I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay. So she's back in Rochester. Oh, that's cool. I think I knew that, but I'm not entirely certain. So it's just, so I'm adding friends now via people that I'm meeting on WoW through the guild that Chris um, had started and um, just friends of friends and now um, people from the dance studio that right. making that connection so i'm making more connections but now i'm going back through that list and if it's not something that is from high school or work or something recent then mm-hmm. i'm i'm cutting you sorry <laughs> i cut you i cut you <laughs> See, it's weird in that I have a bunch of people who followed me because they listened to me on the radio or whatever. So some people I don't know personally, but I do know that they were listeners of the show. I have a mm-hmm. lot of like regular friends, family, whatever. I got 1,350 wow. uh, Facebook friends, mm. which I I have over, I have almost 4,000 Twitter followers. And I'm not quite sure how that happened, to be honest oh. with you. Um, I think your words were, don't be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah come to think of it she is one of my twitter followers oh that's great oh there's a poetry involved in that one though um so they're all connected to me somehow even if i'm if i don't know who they are Mm -hmm. i'll still accept friend requests if if somehow they show to me like if i look at their facebook post and see that they were listeners of the radio show or no wheezes show or whatever and Mm-hmm. or you no know, music fans or comic book fans or whatever. No, if, if somehow there's a connection to the stuff I like, mm-hmm. then you're in. Sure. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's very fair. How about you, Dennis on? Uh, I just, I was just skimming through the list here. And I got, you know, what do you do with, what do you do with people who've passed away? <laughs> oh, um... I think their family takes, over their account sometimes. At least that's happened to, with... Uh, in some occasions, yeah. I, I know or, that, there, or they just sit there. The they just sit, sit there. there. I, like, I know uh-huh. one account in particular is a person who Dan and I were talking about before we started recording, a, an old mutual friend of ours uh, mm-hmm. who passed away a while ago now. Um, but I still have his account on my Facebook. Yeah. And his wife uh, and his daughter are on my, on my Facebook as well. And so obviously they mean a lot to me. 
you mm-hmm. know, so I, I, I touch base with them every, every once in a while and keep tabs on the daughter who was, she was only five when he passed. And she's, Jeez. I think she's just six months younger than Ian. So she's got to be 17 this summer. Yeah. yeah his anniversary is coming up as a matter of fact, uh, next week of, uh, of passing. So Schwartz coughs for everybody. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just mostly, I mean, these are a lot of high school friends, a lot of people mm-hmm. from work and just random ones over the years. And yeah, it's just, my list aren't as big as your guys, but you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. I, I've been, well, you're also very selective. Yeah. I mean, a lot of friend requests sit there. I just like, I don't really know you, you know, or I, or I know you, but I don't know why we need to connect or, you know, it's like, okay, right. you know, I don't really talk to you. So I don't really, you know, like, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Check out a right. lot of people who are, I said no to. Okay. Next question. Next question. So back to me. Sure. Did Dan, get to pick a number. Dan, pick a number. Um. All right, because this one sounded fun. Okay. I'm picking number one seventy nine. What okay. would the adult version of an ice cream truck sell, and what song would it play? Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 I'm sorry. The first thing that popped into my head was the Divinals. <laughs> I was thinking tequila, but um... I know I get that, which I'm perfectly fine with because tequila is, is never a bad answer. Yeah, a, bo- a booze truck is a, a yeah. truck. I think I think they, they have some they of those going around. Sl- they have a this. wine slushy truck. Oh yeah. god, that's, that would be great. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking tequila shots would be wonderful. But no, the, when as soon as he said what song would it be playing, the first thing that popped into my head would be the finals. <laughs> And I know you know the song. <laughs> I don't know anybody else. When I think when I can think about you. <laughs> Sorry, Wayne's World. Um, what? You know. Oh, my God. Somebody's, somebody's begging for attention here. Do you have something you want on the adult truck, Juno? Huh? Dog food? Dog food and, and, and soup bones from the Rachel Ray collection. Huh, there you go. Based on mine and Susan's shopping habits, the answer would still be ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, my daughter. I've been eating more ice cream lately. Uh, Ice cream is good. Um, Mm, Ice cream. I could definitely see. Hasn't there been some adult beverage trucks going around now, or especially since Corona started? Mm -hmm. My Corona. That's that is a funny, funny question though. I like that one. <laughs> we don't have to answer it, but you know, it was just yeah, like... <laughs> I think it's safer we don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although we have ideas, because <laughs> we're twisted. Yeah. Uh, so we want to jump ahead, and then so Billy, go ahead. Uh, I'll take number two twelve. Two twelve. What seemingly innocent question makes you think it's a trap? (laughs) 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 It's a it's a snack. It's a a trap. Seemingly, Uh, what seemingly innocent question? I mean, there's always the the standard. Does this make me look? Yeah, those are the obvious. So I'm trying to think if there's. Does this make um, me look fat? No, your ass makes you look fat. The dress is fine. 
Sorry. <laughs> Actually, I'll, I'll see myself out now. <laughs> you know what uh, kind of makes me tense up whenever Susan says it? Can I ask you a question? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that question is very, very oh, dangerous. Yeah. Can I ask you a question is not a good question. Mm-hmm. Or if you're in a work environment, can you come to the, can you come to my office? Oh, yeah. yeah, I had one <laughs> January fourteenth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the one when when my boss comes in, it's like, can I see you in my office? I'm like, oh, what did I do now? It has come to my attention. Oh shit. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, let's see. What's in the, oh, where do you want to eat? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't care. I don't mind. Uh, whatever yeah. you want. Uh-huh. But then every suggestion you throw out gets shot down. Yeah. Yep. That happened yesterday, in fact. Uh oh. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. That's right. we. I think we killed that one. Okay. <laughs> Next number. Tanya, fabulous. How are we doing on time? We're at 59 um, minutes total. All right. But, but um, so can you go ahead? There's been a break and stuff in there. Well, yeah, but pick, go ahead, pick the last of the, these questions and then we'll, we'll do uh, we'll do one more after the break is our question of the week. 85. 85. Um, what defines a sport is fishing a sport. How about video game tournaments? Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh. That, now we're defines... getting into like semantics. That's a uh, podcast waiting to happen okay, right there. I, I don't think fishing is a sport and hunting is in a sport because the other side doesn't know they're playing. If there's that. That's fair. And also hunting isn't a sport because its most famous participant is Elmer Fudd. <laughs> <laughs> I love that answer. <laughs> I did not expect that answer. <laughs> uh, uh, I am the greatest hunter in the world. What uh, defines a sport? You gotta have there's there's skill involved. Okay, which can be an argument for hunting. In it that could regard. be. Yeah, I mean, it could be. I don't. Is there skill in fishing? I don't. I don't know yeah. much about fishing. My my direct supervisor, uh, Ron at, at City Hall, he is an avid, avid fisherman, and he will. He does not really go into great detail about it, fishing stories, but I just listen to him talk about what he's doing to prepare, like when he and his son go on a big trip, or when his son goes into a tournament, of all things, um, the things they do to prepare and the amount of equipment they've purchased over time, it, it's it's definitely it feels more intense than just calling it a hobby. You know, okay. it's that there's, there's some sort of technical aspect to it. And, and it makes it very, an interesting kind of a thing. I know my, my grandfather, uh, my dad's dad was an avid fisherman. Um, I don't think he would have called it a sport though. That was definitely his, just his, his passion, his hobby, his hobby, his hobby is the, the thing he loved re- to do. Things to do to relax. Yeah. And See, it's so- an activity. My brother and I have had this discussion. That's why I had my answer ready. <laughs> we've actually talked about this and his answer is if you can drink while you're doing it 
It's a sport. <laughs> we both bowl, but we don't think it's a sport. He doesn't think it's a sport because That's he drinks while he does it. You can drink while you're doing golf, right? Is that well, what? Yeah. Well, a sport is an activity involving physical exertion and a skill in which an individual or team competes against another or others for entertainment. That's the Oxford Dictionary definition of sport. All right. So here's your thing is like fishing and hunting. You know, as Billy said, the other side doesn't know they're actually participating. So, you know. Right. So it it gets the first part of the definition, but not the second. Um, But it's competing against something else, because if you if you do miss the deer or whatever, now you shoot Dick Cheney and now it's gone. (laughs) So I'm like type thing. I'm like, um. Mm. That, that or um, it says, what's the difference between a sport and a game? Because there's big game hunting. Oh, well, game, you know, a game has so many different connotations to it. But a yeah. game involves more than one person, and a sport pertains to only an individual's skills and performance. All right. Well, let's back off of that for just a moment and and, and wheel around because because uh, part of the question was also talking about esports, you know, and yeah, online gaming. Are, are video game tournaments a sport? Can we can we just um, put this out there for a, a future podcast topic? Absolutely. And, and kind of like do a little bit of research and debate, uh, and and get it and actually debate this. I like the idea. Yeah. Let's talk about sports in general, I guess, maybe just like sports or just like this, this question. And so the whole, what is it, what the makes a sport is video games, a sport and yeah. And see, this is why we have these discussions because these discussions lead to other podcasts. Yeah. Somewhere in, in the convention stuff, do we know someone that does like real esports? sports That's what I was just thinking about. Do we... I don't or at least know is more involved most. in it. Or at least someone who's more familiar with it. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, let us know. I mean, if you're into esports or if you follow it or understand it better than we obviously do, uh, please feel free to uh, reach out and say, hey, guys, I've got some information for you. And we'd be Cause, happy. Because recent, recently there was a Rochesterian who was, uh, um, on, who was drafted onto a, an esports basketball team. Oh, yeah? You know, so it's a, it's a, it's a league game. He gets a salary. You know, and if they make it to the tournaments, it could be big money, but it's esports, you know, NBA, you know, NBA 2K or something like that it was or something, okay. I don't know. See, but, you know, so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I remember a, a few years ago when Susan and I went up to Fan Expo in Toronto, we were leaving at the close of uh, like the Friday or Saturday night of the convention. And on the escalator going down, we wound up next to uh, a professional video game player. Wow. Professional game. And he had like his duffel bags of stuff. And he had sort of an Eastern European accent, the Russian maybe. And Susan started talking to him because that's what she does. Oh, she's and, awesome. Yeah. And um turns out he was he made like hundreds of thousands of dollars a year playing games and had that's sponsorships. Cool. And it was it was like a window into another world that I'd never heard of. <laughs> what do you mean yeah. they pay you to they pay you to pay games <laughs> you gotta love that okay yeah let's let's put that I'll, I'll put it in green in the on the sheet here so i okay. remember it and so video game tournament okay do we uh take a break then we'll come back for another for a question of the week sounds good yeah we'll finish off with a question of the week and be done with it 
we are back, ladies and gentlemen, friends, family, and all points in between. Um, so that was that was that's always, those are always fun. And like I said during the you know we were just talking a moment ago. Uh, I love how it just the the bonus is that suddenly now we have future podcast podcast comments to or uh, or topics to work with. So that's always kind of fun part yeah, too. That's one that I could not necessarily answer in a matter of like two minutes because that just opens a whole can of worms in regards to. <laughs> Yeah, and I love these questions because you guys have no idea what they are, and they could That's be true. anything. And so the, we really have to these stop. These are pretty wide ranging, there. So yeah. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> um, so let's do one more as our question of the week. Yeah. Okay, so the one we picked was one Chris picked, mm -hmm. which is kind of related to what we just talked about before the break. What's the most boring sport, and what will you do to make it more exciting? <sighs> hmm. Most boring sport. And what would you do to make it more exciting? I mean, people are always talking about golf, but I like golf the way it is. It has a certain vibe and a certain kind of uh, ebb and flow. And so the exciting parts are exciting, but then it's great background noise while I'm like working on something else in the after, you know, like on a Saturday afternoon or something like that. So I'm not going to diss golf um, because I, I, it has its, its point. Um, is it watching or playing? Playing a sport, there's no such thing as a boring sport to play. Because if you're playing it, you're doing it because, you know, you're having some fun. Like baseball can, is a social thing. Baseball has mm -hmm. an entirely different, uh, I mean, you sit there and you're watching them go and it goes for three, four hours at a time sometimes. But there's a social aspect and then there's the strategy and, you know, you can be a novice that doesn't really care um, or an expert who is analyzing every pitch and every stance and everything. I mean, Billy, I know you're a, you're a huge baseball fan. I love fan. baseball. Yeah. And, and so, and that's, so, you know, there's no such thing as really boring baseball. As far as I'm concerned, I know people are going to disagree with me and that's fine. You're welcome to, um, a boring sport. Actually, I, I have an answer. <laughs> Go ahead. Because our, our friend, Dana Shumelrick will hunt me down and hit me with a hammer, <laughs> but NASCAR is the worst. <laughs> for you yeah exactly that, that, that's yeah. my choice yeah i mean it's yeah. loud and it's fast and i couldn't give an f about it now whereas <laughs> for me what i would find like boring watching like if i had to sit and watch something on tv a sports thing on tv for uh -huh. me it would have to probably be baseball Okay. Because I don't have the social piece of being, it would be different if I was actually at the stadium. Because mm -hmm. I've been to um, watch the Yankees at the Blue Jays and in Toronto, and I've been at a Yankees game in New York City, which is mm -hmm. total. And I've been to um, uh, Frontier Field to watch games there, which is totally different than watching it on TV. I can't, I can't do it on TV because it's just it, it, it kills me. That's fair. So, yeah. So I, I've got a, would be I, another one that would kill hmm. me on TV, but playing. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. That feeds into something I was saying. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Boring sport. Um, Hunting. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, it kind of fits in. Um, okay. All right. It. I, let's go to the Olympics. And ice dancing is not a sport, in my opinion. And I just, it's like, it, 
I, I get ballroom dancing, okay, and I get that people treat it as a sport. There's athleticism and skill involved. Okay, I get that. And I'm sure there's athleticism and skill in ice dancing, but I'm so used to, I'm so programmed by, you know, Jim McKay's Wide World of Sports when I was a kid and everything like that, that when I'm watching Olympic skating, I want to see the jumps. I want to see the athleticism. I want to see the speed. I want to see the, you know, the style. But ice dancing, they just, it's basically just, they're going round and round and, you know, there's, okay, oh, they twirled, woo. You know, it's, I, ice dancing drives me nuts. It should not be an Olympic sport, in my opinion. Should not okay. be a sport. So, so, so according to the according to this one side site, there's the top thirty most boring games in the world. Number okay. one is golf. Number two is cricket. All right. Three is bridge. Oh, geez, bridge bridge is, a is sport. <laughs> it's, a Again, like, it's a game. I guess it's a boring boring games. I guess not a sport. Okay. Boring games. Um, chess. Snooker. I don't know what heck snooker is. It's, uh, it's like a billiards. It's like a billiards game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Dressage, dressage, forcing. Okay, fishing. I'm surprised. Darts. Is soccer showing up yet? No, it's uh, not. Not boring yet. Not boring yet. <laughs> uh, and that's well, it's probably uh, it's probably down. So darts. This is from the I think it's from the UK. So bowls and it says football, which mm-hmm. would be so soccer. Football, football is soccer. Um, droughts, droughts. Hmm. I don't know what that is. That it's kind of um, it's kind of like another type of a uh, dart type thing. Okay, Formula One, show that's jumping, show that's jumping, qu- yeah, that's more question. Question. Ultimate frisbee, horse racing, American football, <laughs> American rugby. football, boring, really? Wow. Well, I mean, think about it. There's little, there's little bouts of action, and mm. there's a lot of standing. There's, there's often a lot of standing around. Until you get to the end of the clock. Actually, it's yeah. different when you're in when you're there in person versus watching well, on TV. It See, is definitely. Yeah. I, I, I don't know which way you mean that, but I think it's better on TV than live in the studio or uh, live in the stadium. Live in the stadium, to me, it's hard to follow. And because you don't have the announcers covering for mm-hmm. the standing around parts of it, it's... I think it matters how much you drink at the stadium to make it more. See, fun. I don't drink, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, because I've been to um, the Niners Bills game, I've been to the Niners Steelers game, and I've been to um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, uh, what did they play? Yeah, I've been to some live games. I've been cold. I've been rained on. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't make it fun. No, no, that, no. that part doesn't make it fun. And I mean, the fortunately, the three games that I've gone to, they've all been sunny. Um, the the first um, Niners Bills game that we went to, I got our tickets in August, and then um, the owner of the tickets proceeded to print them like the weekend of the game mm-hmm. so made my barcode invalid oh no that i bought um so so mental no um psa don't buy stuff through StubHub and print six weeks before the game uh print right before the game like the day of the game um, mm-hmm. But I ended up getting our money back. But this was Tyler's ever first ever football game. We had been tailgating. Um, 
whatever and um we had squire and his wife tracy there and his their son noah um we ended up having to go over to the bill's office we had to get our refund for StubHub, and then um what cost me like 350 dollars for our four tickets ended up costing my mom and i over 900 dollars for tickets oh. for that game because um, the only tickets that were left were in the Jim Kelly club section. Okay. So, I mean, we had beautiful seats. Um, had it been raining and pouring, we would have been under cover or we could have gone right inside um, because we were in the Jim Kelly lounge. But uh-huh. it, it killed us that my tickets were $400 for Tyler and I, and my mom's tickets were 400 something dollars for her and dad. Yeah, and Tyler ouch. is sitting there waiting, going, are we going to the game or not? I mean, he, he had tears in his eyes at that point because mm-hmm. we had already spent all that time um, tailgating and it was his first ever game and he was so excited and I just yeah, the, tear, the tears of the kid. It's just sort of okay. Fine, I'll spend the money. I, yeah. And I, I just I couldn't do it to him. My mom's like, yeah. no, Tyler, we are going to go to the game. And I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, I really don't want to put four hundred and something on my credit card for this. But mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. mom. My mom looks yeah. at me, and goes, "Don't tell your father," <laughs> 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 because he was famous words. with regards to. But then, um, when I was down, just the atmosphere down in um, Tampa Bay, at mm-hmm. the Tampa Bay Buccaneer Stadium, um, I can't remember the name of the stadium, um. But with the pirate ship and just all the cannons going off, it's much more enjoyable there than listening to the train at the mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, New Era Field, that type mm-hmm. of thing. So, but mm-hmm. it, but if you don't like a lot of cl- um, crowds, Billy, I know you're more of like um, introverted in that regards yeah. that you're like uh, too many people. Yeah, I would see watching it on TV would be more um, comfortable for you. But I, 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 like- I do enjoy baseball live in the stadium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just at football. I, I have trouble actually, even if there weren't many people, I have trouble following football live in the stadium might just be me. Cause other people don't seem to have a problem, but sometimes I'm not sure where the ball is and what's going on. So yeah, I've, I've been f- watching a lot of the different monitors <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> when, like the end thing and the end thing and whatever, mm-hmm. and keeping track that way. Uh-huh. But yeah, it is a little more challenging. Um, and when I, we went to um, Heinz field to see the Steelers Niners game, we never went to our seats. We um, stood on the circular ramp because our seats were like up in the 300 section and Deanna's like not a chance in hell they're like we're, we're not doing that so we stood at the other end zone and watched from there it was just okay. but. wasn't that fascinating yes okay I don't know what else would be boring badminton I don't know. I'll read off the rest of this list here okay. okay so number 17 is rugby number 18 is curling Number nineteen is tennis. I I've always enjoyed tennis. I always liked watching tennis. I, 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 I just don't mind me. watching it. Yeah, sometimes. No, I, mm-hmm. just me. I mean, I went through a period in high school where I wasn't a bad player. I used to play some too, mm-hmm. and I wasn't okay. bad. But it, it was watching it that made me want to play. Yeah. I was a. I grew up during like the golden age of 
McEnroe and Borg and Connors. Oh, there you go. Oh, so yeah, that's it. I remember those matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number 20 is boxing. Boxing is boring. Is, that's what it says. 21 is fencing. Mm. 20, 22 is baseball. If you think fencing is boring, you're doing it wrong. 23 is netball. What the hell is that? I have no idea. Number 24 is 10 pin bowling. 25 is water polo. <laughs> Don't tell Captain Archer. <laughs> 26, well, 26 is archery. Uh, 27 is super bike racing 28 gymnastics 29 hurling and 30 is diving this is i've I've personally never been a fan of hockey but that's just me rest my family loves hockey yeah i I can't say something like that or else i get disowned by the canadians in my family Mm -hmm. Well, my mom just walked into the basement, and so I'm going to ask her, what do you think is the most boring sport? This should be good. Hockey. She says hockey. Oof. Yeah. She's not welcome in in Toronto anytime soon. Yeah, probably because it's like back and forth. I would kind of agree initially. She can't follow the puck. She can't follow the puck, and I don't know necessarily Mm. the rules of hockey, other than you have to bring it back behind the blue line about something or other. Um, and you have to put it into the net. But other than that, I... I the, the puck can be hard to follow. If yeah. you don't understand it or if you can't follow the sport, yeah, I can see where it yeah. would be boring. And, and this list that I read off was, was a British list too. So just oh, see, they, well, yeah, no, the, the British they don't find anything have hockey. Yeah. It's amazing that somebody British would actually um, take a crack at cricket though, because I thought that was like their thing. Yeah. Brit- Brits have a funny relationship with sports that many people would consider boring. <laughs> Some people almost enjoy the fact that their favorite sports are dull as dishwater, as it gives them a sense of pride about loving something most people can't understand. That might be There's my that. relationship with baseball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is fair. For the vast majority of us, their confusing rules and slow pace means they're impenetrable to all but the most dedicated followers. <laughs> That is definitely British writing right there. <laughs> that is definitely a Brit writing that. That's funny. Uh, is that a wrap or Rue? Are we good? I think I think it's a wrap. I mean, Tanya's mom has even showed up. That, that's telling me that we probably should go ahead and let Tanya go do something for today. <laughs> Did you hear me whispering to my mom? Oh, sorry. No. I, oh, okay. I, well, I heard something, but I didn't hear what you were saying. Hi and bye, guys. My mom said hi and bye. You heard that. All right, so uh, we're, we reached that point, so it's it's time to uh, to talk about it. We'll think about it. We'll cue it up, and uh, Dan, punch it, because this has been Monkey Business, FC3's Monkey Business, a product of the Mighty Monkey Company, uh, Mighty Monkey Production, Mighty Monkey Corporation. 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 Oh my gosh! Um, <laughs> if you can find us, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter. <laughs> I need coffee. Follow us wherever we go and we'll lead you to where the entertainment is. Hopefully we'll have some coffee too. You guys have a great week. Have a safe week. And we will see you again next week. Dun, dun, dun.